Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Okay, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that Fifty Shades of Grey is taking over the world. In case you haven't noticed, and if you're thinking, there's got to be something worth learning and perhaps trying in the bedroom, but you don't know where to start, welcome to your Fifty Shades of Kink education. There's something for everyone in here. So thanks, everyone, for listening to Sex with Emily. And also, speaking of sex, which I often do, who knew this? Vaping, so you know the whole trend, everyone's quitting cigarettes and they're vaping all the time. It can actually up your sexual stamina, among other benefits. In fact, a few weeks ago, we had Josh on the show from Craft Vapery. They're a monthly service that sends you vapes in different scents and flavors. He stopped by to talk about that he was a smoker for years, and now he does it without even nicotine, and his sex drive went through the roof. So we know that smoking hurts you. But also, would you rather smell like coconuts or cigarettes? It can be daunting, though, with all the choices right now. Where do you begin? I'm telling you, go to craftvapery.com. It's the ultimate destination for vaping made easy. They're like your personal vaping curators. You actually, online, you can like fill out a form. I like this. I don't like this scent. This is my favorite flavor. And they have the largest selection and top quality vaping flavors because flavors because now that's a trend you can get some kind of stuff that's not that good but um their stuff is amazing it's delivered right to your door you can discover and shop the best vaping with ease and they're so cool there because they really do you fill out the form and they're like oh my god how did you know me and they send you the best stuff um because their curators are all over it so don't waste time or money i've got a friend who bought like 15 vapes in a store and he hates all of them so crave vapory won't let you do that and they have a special gift for Sex with Emily listeners, they're offering 20% off subscriptions and 10% off all orders through March 31st with the promo code NAUGHTYEMILY. So just subscribe and shop at craftvapery.com. That's C-R-A-F-T-V-A-P-E-R-Y.com. Enter the promo code NAUGHTYEMILY and start vaping. Oh, also another thing. If you're like a muncher, nibbler, and you got an oral fixation, can also help you lose weight. Lose weight, a little bit of weight, so you're not always eating all the time, but you're vaping. So enjoy it at craftvapory.com. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. The women know about shrinkage. Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can actually subscribe to our podcasts. So we do two a week. You'll never miss another show again. And they're also all on iTunes. We've got hundreds of episodes there under every, about every topic under the sun um, that will improve your sex life. And also, I've got a survey on my site. If you just go to my site, it should be there at the top. But if not, just search survey. It takes you three minutes to fill out. And I want to hear from you. You're listening to this podcast because you want to have better sex but how can, and relationships. But how can I help you even have better sex? What do you want to hear about? What do you like about the show? Three minutes and you're probably going to win a sex story. So just do that and I I would so appreciate it. 
Um, and I also appreciate you following me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It's funny because we just started this survey, and I've heard from a lot of people that said they didn't even know I had a podcast, but they found me on my Facebook page, which is really fun because we updated all day with great facts and information. And it's facebook.com slash sex with Emily. And also on, at sex with Emily on Twitter and Instagram, people are like found about us. And then they find the podcast. So follow us everywhere. Have your sex information 24-7. We're like your CNN of sex. So thanks for listening. Um, I'm here with Madison, who's my assistant producer and just my all-around everything sex with Emily. Hi, Madison. Hi. Hello. I'm so excited because this is the show that has been needing to happen. Mm -hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey, you cannot swing a cat in this town without, (laughs) like, hitting a billboard, a sign, or anything. Curious. Walgreens. Yeah. Target (laughs) are selling toys. That's crazy to me that all of these places. They're not the best stuff, though. So that's why you got to go to where I tell you to go. But I'm just saying it's taking over. So even if you've been like, I don't get it, I don't like it, I don't have a dungeon, I don't want, I don't understand pain pleasure, we're going to explain all of that to you and explain to you how that there are certain elements in this book of why it took over the world and every woman married it, married it, <laughs> read it, married <laughs> straight, whatever, and how you can take these elements even if it doesn't seem appealing from what you've heard about it and how what there are some things that you can learn from it to put into your relationship to improve your sex life. We'll get mm-hmm. to that today. Um, first off, sex in the news. There's a massive jailbreak in Brazil after sexy women dressed as cops show up and demand orgy. 28 inmates escaped from a Brazilian jail thanks to a diabolical plan. Three women dressed in sexy police outfits showed up to the facility and requested, nay, demanded an orgy. <laughs> the wardens, being the human men they are, had no choice but to give in to the temptation. That's when the trio of vixens spiked their whiskey, stole their keys, and unlocked every cell in the goddamn place. That's the oldest trick in the book. Remember the old Andy Griffith Show episode where the same thing happened to old Andy and Barney Fife? Barn came to his with his pants down and a loaded gun taped to his temple. Opie was mortified. Classic television. Well, these jailbirds walked out through the main door, taking a total of three rifles, two revolver, revolver, two revolvers, and ammunition from the storage room on the way out. Police said the plan was to seduce them. <laughs> um, whoever wanted to escape left by the front door. So the disoriented guards were found naked and handcuffed the next morning. Police later found a bag of laundry and naughty police outfits nearby. To be fair, these get-ups look legit. Perfectly understandable to be fooled by such realistic-looking attire. From the moment they drank the whiskey, the agents don't remember a thing, she said at a news conference. Once was found dizzy, trying to wake up, another slept for the whole afternoon, and couldn't even be questioned. So, photographs of the swindled guards surfaced on social media, and they went viral Friday night. The guards <laughs> were arrested, will face charges, facilitating a jailbreak and culpable embezzlement because of firearms theft. So why did these ladies do it? Because one of their boyfriends was behind bars? True freaking love, man. That jailbird has a real keeper in his arms. Okay, so let's back up here. (laughs) These women are in jail, and they're like, I know... Oh, no, they're not in jail. They're people. Their boyfriends or whatever are in jail. Oh, their boyfriends are in jail. Okay, got it. (laughs) I thought they escaped jail. Okay, I'm just reading this, and that they had these sexy uniforms. Okay, so these women are friends. They got a guy in jail, and they're like, let's get my boyfriend out, bitch. Let's all do it. (laughs) And they all got together, and they seduced cops, which I guess mm-hmm. isn't hard to seduce many men. They're Brazilian yeah, women. I think with their penises, obviously. But obviously they're cops. You think that you'd be like not in my place of work. Yeah, well and that's, drinking whiskey on the job. That's the thing. Like I don't know, granted I don't know about their prison systems there, but like 
here, you know, they're cops and they're also correctional officers that are different. They're like very different things. They go through different training. They're subjected to much different experiences. So if you're thinking like, I see this in my head as something that Quentin Tarantino directed and like produced and it's it's like playing out in my head, like totally uh, (laughs) to like Charlie's Angels mixed with Kill Bill. But (sighs) I think it's hysterical. And these poor guys were like, well, I mean, they're demanding an orgy. So like. What else are we going to do? You're stuck in there with a bunch of, like, male convicts. Like, they're probably so bored and so horny. They're like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to us. I mean, really. I mean, seriously. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't surprise me that cops are like, you must have an orgy. I'm sure they put up a big fight, right? Yeah. Um, But it is pretty funny. What happened to the women, though? Um, I mean, I think everyone got away, which is... Do they not even know who the women one of, are? Yeah, it's, like, one of my favorite parts of the story. And they left behind... This is what's, like, perfect. It's, like, a like an old-time story. They leave behind their police costumes, which are actually lingerie. Right. Like, there's a picture. We'll probably post it at some yeah, point. Yeah, we should post this. We should, we should be tweeting out all these we, news stories every I try single day. To. I yeah. know. But they're all so good. The ones you're hysterical, the yeah. Because sometimes you're listening, and you're like, wait, I want to read it again. That's why you should follow us on Twitter, because people love our Twitter. So, mm-hmm. um, I love our Twitter. Um, I think that's really interesting. It's a good story. Okay, so on that note, okay, everyone, just be careful of women faking orgies. Anytime three sexy women throw show up and kind of say, hey, let's have an orgy, I would be skeptical, even Question if you're not it. a cop. Question. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. What else do you want? <laughs> and don't drink from any cups they give you. Okay, let's just get right into our topic now because, okay, Fifty Shades of Grey, um, all, everyone is picked by, everyone's interests are piqued by this kinky picture and BDSM. And I think it's really confusing to a lot of people, mostly. So even if you already get it, I'm just going to start with a lot of the protests I get or a lot of the stuff that I hear about it. But first, some facts. The Fifty Shades series has sold over 100 million copies worldwide, been translated into 52 language, and set a record in the UK as the fastest-selling paperback of all times. All of a sudden, Vanilla sex women everywhere are pining away for their own Christian Grey style fantasy sequence. Not to mention a good spanking, perhaps. Aren't we all? Who isn't? I mean, a lot of women to like to be a little submissive in bed, and that's what I'm going to explain to you is the is the main appeal. But even though Fifty Shades is the biggest thing to happen since like the fappening, remember Jennifer Lawrence's like naked photos. Um, People are still wondering, what is the appeal? I don't have a dungeon. I don't get why she wants to be in pain, and I don't want to slap her. But let's talk about it. It's all based on BDSM, which is bondage, discipline, sadomasochism. So it's all about power play. And and there is a lot of power play in sex, even if you don't practice this stuff. There's usually one person who's the dominant and you one person who's the submissive. One lover has control over the other. And this can even happen when you're having sex and you climb on top of her. She climbs on top of you and she dominates you. Um, but the thing about the 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 bond, the domination submission part is again when one lover has control. The sadomasochism part. That's the part that kind of scares people that involves like spanking or flogging or intense sensations, which involve restraints, and you think you need a dungeon and all that, um, but you don't. But that's basically what it's about. But there are little things that you can do that it will have the same turn on for your partner and for you, and I'll get to that in a minute. But first, let's talk about the psychology of it. So a lot of people think of BDSM or any kind of power play as taboo. And then if you express these fascinations with your partner um, and and being accepted for it and have it acted out, that you could fulfill both of your fantasies if you acted out. But a lot of people think it's 
really taboo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The myth about it is that it's really abusive and weird. Like, that's why right. it's so taboo is that, like, you don't want to talk about it because there's always a chance that whoever you're bringing up with is going to be like, whoa, you like to be hit? Do you have daddy issues? Like, does something happen to you? Have you been abused? Do you have problems? Right. So it leads to people thinking that there's bigger psychological issues right. at work. And, like, we don't think that any sane person would want to hurt or be hurt. Exactly. But and it's not the case. It's not the case. And, in fact, there's a really good uh, story I read on Psychology Today, a few of them, about how that is the myth that people mm-hmm. think, well, they're all messed up. And the truth is people who are in these relationships – um, any kind of just bonded or any kind of like submissive dominant relationships actually are healthy, healthier couples because they have trust, they have communication, they talk about sex, there's really strict rules with BDSM, and they can actually have a really healthy, fulfilling sex life because they're mixing it up, they're playing with some basic instincts that we all have. And so, so hear me out that it's not some crazy thing and um, it's not some weird, crazy thing that, that, that everyone who does it is messed up, okay? People actually say that it's, they feel more intimate and more connected and they have better communication and everything with their partners when they're in these relationships because you have to. With normal sex, we were, I think you had brought this up earlier um, when we were talking that normal sex, you know, you don't talk about it. You don't communicate your desires and needs beforehand. You don't lay out the ground rules. You just go in, get naked, do it, and then it's done. Exactly. It, with BDSM, you have to communicate 24-7, both verbally and non-verbally. You talk before, you talk after. You have a deeper connection because you're experimenting with new things, which exactly. is cool. It's so cool. And, and like I'm always saying, you know, communication is a lubrication. And and I feel like you got to talk to your partner about sex. But oftentimes I just feel myself saying that, which is why I've tried to get put more words around that about what does it mean? Like how do you actually talk? Because the reason why you're probably not talking about it is because you don't even have this, like, the, the skills or maybe you're afraid to talk about it. So with BDSM, you have a lot of rules and you have safe words and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, and that could enhance your intimacy. Mm -hmm. So the truth is, is that it's really all about trust. And when trust trumps the possibility of having any harm, the result can feel really intimate and erotic. So the person being tied up, for example, enjoys they look sexy and that their submission is a turn on to their dominant partner. And the person who is the dom is getting off on the fact that their submissive likes to be controlled, and these opposite roles is what we call the power power exchange. And just for the purpose of this show, I just want to say that, yes, there are men who like to be dominated, for sure. But for the purpose of this show, we're going to talk about the woman being the submissive and the man being the dominant, so I don't have to keep making my PC corrections here, mm-hmm. because I do know that men want to be dominant. But we're just going to do it this way for men and for women. So here's the thing. Is it painful? So let me explain the whole connection between pleasure and pain. Pain and pleasure are not that different in that they both release the same chemicals in our brain. So the neurochemicals involved with like S&M play generate like these heady feelings that are really addictive, kind of like what you feel when you're having great sex or when you're falling in love with someone. That's the adrenaline, the endorphins, you know, you get from spanking or from, you know, even light spanking. And it rewards the person on the receiving end because the buildup and the release of these chemicals during the session can create a state of euphoria and they're very intoxicating. So it can even be like a light slap. It doesn't have to be a flogger or a whip, but there is something between that pain you might be feeling and then light pain. If you give her a spank on the ass, that is just as much of a turn on if you kissed her neck, which we also like a lot of women. <laughs> um, meanwhile, the dominant person is also enjoying the adrenaline rush. 
because he's excited because he's seeing the submissive's reactions, which is a huge turn on. So it's this mutually, it's this, it's this yeah. cycle. It's a give and take. It's a give and take. Exactly. And if the receiver is not enjoying the pain, the dom can't share their pleasure. So it's a give and take. So there's, it's consensual. That's the main thing is that that's why you have safe words. It's, it's a consensual thing. So you don't just walk in and start slapping your partner. It's something <laughs> that you talk about. And so the whole thing about bondage is that you don't need a dungeon or whips or anything that causes any pain to just practice and play with these elements that we're talking about. That can really enhance your sex life. So it just has to do with someone taking the dominant role while someone else is submissive. And... And the truth is that most women, if you do a poll, you talk to them, they like being submissive in the bedroom. Again, some women want to be dominant, but we really like the idea of a man taking control, being decisive, knowing what he wants in bed, feeling like he's in charge, he knows what he's doing, and that he just wants us so badly he has to have us now, and so he restrains us. And maybe he just lightly restrains us with some Velcro handcuffs, okay? Everyone's thinking they got to get the handcuff with the lock and key. I mean, Velcro, you guys, your best friend. You could use a silken necktie. You could use bondage tape, which is like six bucks at Good Vibrations, which I love. It's awesome. It's so, I'm actually, <laughs> Madison, okay, I did this speech a few weeks ago, and we came back to my house to celebrate after, and I was like, you guys, I just got a new shipment of bondage tape, and I bondaged Madison. Yeah, I'd never experienced bondage tape before, and so I was like, she, she never tried it. She did a demonstration where she she bound my hands and like put it around my eyes. You guys, it's amazing. Well, not only is it like not, it's not too tight. It doesn't hurt. It's flexible without breaking, and it doesn't stick to any of your clothes. It only bonds to itself. Right. And so it didn't get in my, like, I had my hair down and everything. My hair is all wild, and my hair didn't yeah. get caught in it. My clothing didn't get caught in it. It was really fun. It's fun, <laughs> it totally right? opened she my eyes. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, it looks like a roll of electrical tape, but you could rip it with your hands. It's, like, plasticky, and it sticks to itself. And if you want it, you can go to goodvibes.com. Use code GVMLY20. I've been obsessed with it for years. Okay, Madison, we gotta post that video. Yeah, we. I have it somewhere else. There's a video of me, mom. Like, <laughs> that was freaking hilarious. We, Her, we have good times at Sex with Emily. Yeah. Lest you think it's just a front here. <laughs> okay, so why was the book Fifty Shades so popular? Okay, a lot of people think it has. You know, a lot of people I've talked to or what I've read, they're like, uh, it's just desperate, sex-starved housewives, and it's women who aren't satisfied, and they're reading it on their Kindle and blah blah blah. And people everywhere, you know, feel like maybe their fantasies were not okay, um, or you know, they, they just doubt that these women are having fantasies, and it's like they're they don't accept it. But the book's popularity did show. Modern women, successful at work, secretly yearn to be submissive in bed, something that women might not usually admit, but they know it to be true. And it's no surprise that women who work a lot, especially moms who spend a lot of time, like maybe most of their time pleasing others, they want their sexual needs fulfilled without having to spell them out. We all do. We all want our partners to be mind readers, men and women. We're like, how do they not know that I want this? Because you didn't tell them. Mm -hmm. And not only that, they're la but all of us. My last partner might not have wanted it. Your last partner might not have wanted it. So every sexual relationship you're in is a different experience to explore your sexuality. Don't ever compare it to your last one. Yeah. And not only that, I feel like the book itself reminded women, told women that they wanted it when they didn't even know. It's like deep down, they've never even thought about the fact like, I want to be tied up. I want someone who tells me what to do and how to do it. Like, I think that's really sexy. And then they're reading the book and they're like, why am I so turned on by this? Like, why do I want to all of a sudden run out and buy handcuffs? And exactly. it's like, because it awakened that desire. It let you know that it's okay. That is such a good point. It yeah. is so true. It's that it's that it sort of taps something in women going, wow, I, 
I couldn't have even put this into words. You know, like when if you're if you're a woman listening to this or a guy and you've done you've done this to your partner, maybe you just like took her hands and you held them above her head one night when you're in bed. I'll bet that really turned her on. I just, love that. Right? It's like my favorite thing. Like I'm all about it. Because yeah. you're not in charge. You're exactly. like take me. And it looks like right. Why do you love it? Why do you think you love it at the moment? I like it because it's like an act of passion. And not only that, like I'm an awkward person. I'm always like, what do I do with my hands? Like, where do my hands go? And so it's like, if he's like pinning my hands, one, it means that he wants me and he wants, and he wants to like take me in his way, which is, I mean, fine because we're together and it's consensual. Um, and then also it's just like, I like him taking control. Like, it's really nice. Like I don't necessarily want to be on top all the time. Sometimes I want you to hold me down and like have your way with me. It's nice. Right. Like it, it is really nice. Exactly. And then like, sometimes they do that. You're like, when's he going to do that again? But they don't think to ask. And then mm-hmm. this whole book is about it. Yeah. And it's not that they're all thinking, God, we better build a dark room dungeon. It's they're thinking, I would just <laughs> like my husband to take some charge or my partner. So 50 shades, it, it, yeah, it's sexual history. I mm-hmm. think this is just going to, it's huge. And so I'm just saying, don't judge it. Don't blow it off and don't write it off to like you know it's all for people who are messed up because you could have some of the best sexual experiences of your life so far Mm -hmm. so and expand your sexual repertoire so I'm going to get into the question that I get asked always about it is how the heck do I get started good question how do we get started I'm not building a dungeon. I'm not going out and buying, spending thousands of dollars on whips and chains and latex and 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 gag balls or whatever. Yeah. And to be honest, you know, zip ties make me really nervous. Like yeah. I don't want to mess with that. Don't zip tie. It's a bad me. idea. Right. Use your freaking <laughs> necktie. So this is the perfect time to. Okay. So this is how you start. This is your new mantra. Ready? Sex is fun. Got it. Sex is fun. Feels good. Even when said. Okay, new thing, even when new things seem like really weird or awkward or scary, just remember it's sex we're talking about. It's the most pleasurable gift on the planet, right? We're all able to experience immense pleasure. So why not make sex the best it can be? And try to have better sex. It's kind of a waste of God's gift to humans. He's like, here, have sex, feel amazing. Oh, and your clitoris, that's there. It has 8,000 nerve endings, and its only purpose is for your pleasure. So we might as well take advantage of this, right? So how do you bring it up? If Menace Menace was here, which I'm glad he's not, he would say rely (laughs) on liquid courage, which I know we all do, but this is not the time you want to bring up BDSM. Um, It shouldn't be too hard, actually, to bring it up these days because Fifty Shades of Grey is everywhere. You can start by saying, you know, hey, have you read the book? I'm curious. Have you read Fifty Shades of Grey? What did you think of it? And if she says... Oh, it was terrible. I hated it. I couldn't finish it. Well, then, you know, maybe it's something she's not that into. (laughs) But, you know, chances are she probably is. Um, Also, if she is into it, then you can start talking about what it was about it that she liked. And if she didn't read it, you can also just ask, like, do you have any fantasies you've been wanting to try? And then you can follow up with your own. You can say, because I, you know, I love it. Or you might ask her, what are her fantasies? And she might say, or like, what, what is the most memorable time, babe, you, that when we've been together sexually that really turned you on? And she might say to you, God, that time we were having sex and you pinned my hands above my head and you were on top of me. I've had daydreams about that all week. And that would be, and then you know, okay, she's into it. And also, the commercial is playing every 16 seconds. So even if you wish the ground would swallow you the next time it plays, you could turn to her and say, hey, what do you think about this? Does this turn you on? So really, there's a lot of ways you can start bringing it up. But just like everything else, um, just start saying, like, does that, you know, and she might say, I don't really get it. I don't understand it. So 
I think a great way to start is even just with a blindfold, which I'll get into some tips for that. Because again, you don't need to go all crazy with whips and leather and all that, but you could just start with simple blindfolds and silk ties. Mm-hmm. And you could even tell her, you know what would be really hot? I think one of my fantasies is to blindfold you next time we have sex. So it's really just a dialogue that you have with your partner and, and see how it gets going. See yeah. what she says. I actually, just last night, because I was, you know, like doing a little bit of research, looking looking all this stuff up, and I turned to my boyfriend, and I was like, hey, like, <laughs> if we were to do, like, you know, like some bondage stuff, would I tie you up or would you tie me up? And he was kind of, like, thinking about it, and he's like, I think I'd want to tie you up, but I'd want to let you do it first so that you, I'd want to let you tie me up first so that you could like trust me and know that we're like taking it seriously and know how it feels. Like it was really cool because he knows I'm like, I'm weird. Like I don't even, I'm saying like, I don't even like being spanked unless I've like given you the okay for it. It's like, I just, you want to know that it's coming. Exactly. And so maybe you practice with him. Yeah, exactly. So he was like, you know, I'd let you like tie me up first just so we could establish that trust. And then like, yeah, of course I'd want to tie you up and tease you, but you'd want to feel what it's like to be on the other end first. And I was like, that's so smart. Like, I was so proud of Did him. Did I give you the bondage tape to take home? No. I left it at your house after oh, you tied me with damn. it. I'm so excited. Okay, I've got, some, I've got some in my yeah. car. <laughs> I never leave home without it. That and lube in my car um, and everything else. Okay, so the things you need to know going into it is, like, like Madison just said, is trust. The secret to a successful power play relationship lies in your ability to trust the person you're doing with. This is not one-night stand material. and Because when you're actually... Offering your submission to someone, it requires a huge amount of trust and faith the person will respect your body and all your limits. And that's the truth about sexual dominance. It's not about demanding submission, but you earn it from your partner. And being a trustworthy person is fundamental to this. So that's why I think people in these relationships have a great amount of trust. So without any trust, you can't let go and really give into the experience, which is what sex is all about, is giving in and letting go. Um, and also you want to take it slow, but I'm going to get right back to that in a minute. And first a word from our sponsors who always help you have better sex. Ooh, like, um, good vibes, mm-hmm. Goodvibes.com ha- carries the best toys. There's a lot of schlocky places online and uh, that you go and you're like, Oh, is this good? It's plastics, phthalates, good vibes. They only carry the best toy brands on the market. And if you just go to my website and you click on the good vibes banner, I've got a store there and you can see all my favorite toys. But plus if you're looking for some new bondage gear, type in bondage to their search bar. They have like a beginner bondage kit. You can buy the bondage tape. You can buy a blindfold um, or just some of my favorite toys are there. And with you, when you use coupon code GVEMILY20, you get 20% off, which is very kind of them. Mm-hmm. And um, they've just, we know, we've tried all their toys there. But I think regarding our show, if you just want a little something to start out with, get their beginner bondage kit. They got a lot of them there. Totally. They have one that comes with a book, too, that teaches you what to do. The Tristan Taramino. Tristan Taramino's is great. They have a yeah. book. They have DVDs. You can watch and do it together. It's Learn like, together. It's like, it's like taking an art class together, but it's a BDSM class. Yeah, and it's only like $49. No dungeon required. No dungeon. Don't have to build a dungeon. <laughs> Don't have to destroy your basement. Okay, so like we said, trust. Also, you want to take it slow. You got to start off small, work your way up. Don't reach for the friggin' vlogger or the ball <laughs> gag on your first go. So, and, and also... Slowing it down and taking your time, it also helps heighten the anticipation. Because if you think about it, this whole tying up bondage thing really is about the tease. It's Mm -hmm. about anticipation, and it's about leading to a bigger payoff. But I'll get to that part in a minute. (laughs) You want to make sure that you have a safe word, a really common safe word system is red is using like the traffic light signals like red yellow green 
So green is like, go, you're doing everything great. Yellow is like, mm, caution, maybe go a little slower. And then red is just stop. And that's a really easy system if you're just starting out. So think of the traffic light. Um, and also just remember to be attentive to your experience and your partners. So some moves for beginners, I always start with the blindfold. Here's the thing about blindfolding your partner. Blindfolds will heighten. So if you take away one sense like eyesight, all your other sentence senses become heightened. So touch and smell and scent and what are the other ones? Touch, scent, smell, touch. Taste. Taste. They all become heightened because you're taking one away. Isn't that interesting? A little fact yeah, there? I love that. And according to like a lot of studies too, while men are mostly turned on by what they see, women are turned on by what they feel. So for women, taking away their eyesight will really turn them on because it's it's no surprise here that women report they experience quicker, quicker, she's going to get there quicker, and higher levels of arousal when they're deprived of sight. So here's what you do. You blindfold her. Use your necktie. You don't even have to buy anything. And then you, you lie her down on the bed, and you're like, honey, I'm taking charge. And you lie her down on the bed on her stomach or her back. Let's start like with her on her stomach. And she's blindfolded, and she's in a comfortable position with pillows. And then what you do is you play, you have your whole arsenal there and you play with different sensations. And again, these are all things you can find around the home. And it's really all about teasing. So before you get into like actually contacting, uh, the full contact of touching her, you want to like tantalize her. You want to draw out their pleasure. So mm. when you have your little arsenal next to the bed, once she's blindfolded, play some music, light some sexy massage candles, they're going to come in useful later. So just start dragging your fingers on her back, maybe giving her a light massage. And then you can grab a feather, maybe you have a feather around the house. And you can just start like, draping the feather over her back. You can even use a necklace, like some beaded necklaces you have. That feels really good. You can take a silk scarf and drag it down her back, dra you know, drag it, <laughs> drape it <laughs> over her back. But the best part about playing different sensations is... Um, is that she doesn't really know what's coming next. And so it's very exciting to her, the anticipation. So I like to say, have a bowl of ice cubes and then light a massage candle. So with, with the candles, I've talked about, I have Emily and Tony candles, which are the best massage candles on the market because I made them and I tried every single one that was ever existed. And they're vegan, they're made of really good materials. And the point is you light a candle, even if you don't, you light a candle, you let the oil pool, you blow it out, after five minutes, and you'll see that it it cools off. It's actually not hot, right? You've used it, Madison. It's yeah. not waxy. It's warm. It's, it's warm. It's like yeah. it's like comforting. It's so comforting, mm -hmm. and you drip it on their back, right? So it's warm. Yeah. So she's not even expecting any warm sensations, and it's massage oil. Are you hearing me? And it's not sticky. It's not going to mess up your bed sheets. It's not going to drip everywhere. It's like the most perfect consistency, and then you give her a back rub with that, and it feels so soothing. And you just start massaging it. You can use it all over her body. And she's just going to start wriggling and be begging to want to be with which is what you want. Ultimately, you want to turn a woman on so much that she is begging you for sex. Isn't that what all guys want, too, they is do. to have a woman beg for sex? Right. They exactly. Do. This the is thing. how you do it. So then after you do that, you do the massage, and then you take the ice cubes, and you put one in your mouth, and your teeth or in your fingers, and then you drip it down her back. Just little drips of the ice cube, which is going to you know send chills shivers through her spine but like in that oh so good way 
And then you can go back to the massage candle. Go back to teasing and just playing with her body and massaging her and treat her to caresses and touches. Switch up between using your hands, your mouth, and then you can start, you know, stimulating her other erogenous zones and pay attention to how she's reacting. And again, even if you want to like go down on her, give her a few little kisses, pull back up again. You don't want to go full into anything here. This is all about the tease. So maybe you play with her nipples, tease her nipples a little bit. You play with her clitoris. You play with her breath. You go all over the body, but you don't stop at any one place. And the secret to making your tease successful is your ability to hold back. Now, I know this isn't always easy for guys, even if she's begging you, but enjoy the journey because I promise you she's enjoying it as well. And there will be plenty of time for sex. And for now, it's all about this incredible fan- this incredible memories and fantasies that you're mm-hmm. creating together. Um, and so also, if you want to create some intense... Dom- Here's another thing about domination. You don't even need a tie. You don't even need wax or oil or anything. You can just use your words. You can say, don't orgasm until I tell you to. She might say, oh, babe, I'm getting so close. Say, don't. I mean, that's Stop. a way of using yeah. verbal domination. Totally. And if you tell her that she can't, it will turn her her on so badly. Her brain will be like, oh, my God, he's controlling me in this way. It's hot. Mm-hmm. And then you can employ dirty talk. Ask them what they like, how they like it while it's happening. You can verbally dominate them. Tell them, like, what's so hot about them or what you're going to do next. Remember, she can't see you. Yeah. And then we can go into some spanking. Yeah. Now, some women don't like their ass slap without a little warning. <laughs> so you always want to start with just, like, a little light... Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure that you're going under the cheek. Yes. So there's different ways that you can spank that would hurt. And you, if you hit, like, the backbone. Oh. So it's kind of like you take the bottom of her cheek and you spank up. Yes. Lightly. See how it feels. If she moans, you're good. Maybe Pretty you want to go a little hard next time. If she's like, ouch, stop, whatever, you might want to revisit the spanking. Yeah. My favorite, one of my favorite scenes of all time, along came Polly with Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston. And his friend has given him advice that all women love to be spanked. So he's having sex with her and he gives her the lightest little like wrist flick kind of spank. And she's like, did you just spank me? And she gets all freaked out and he goes, oh no, sorry. I think he tells her there was like a bug on her or something like that, like in the middle of sex. And it always makes me think of that. Like if someone, you know, just don't go spanking around unless you know, because not all women are going to like it. Right. But yeah, you can just feel around. Feel, feel around. Out. That's why it's great to start with some of this, like, you know, massage. But you know what's so funny? Okay, mm-hmm. so segue. My friend told me the other day that I reminded them of Along Came Polly. Really? Oh, because, yeah, because you're I, so, like, free-spirited and, like, comfortable and, with yourself and everything. And she's totally like that. Is she? Okay. Yeah, she, like, takes him to go get Moroccan food. She, like, does all these really fun things. And he's, like, this uptight guy with IBS. And that's, like, one of my favorite things about him is that he has IBS. He can't eat oh, spicy foods. Yeah. And he goes, and he goes anyway? there to, like, Moroccan food. And he's, like, germaphobe. And she makes him eat with his hands. Like, she's oh, super so sensual fun. as, like, a person. And that's probably why it reminds yeah, you of them, the free interesting i was like really they're like yeah because you're always like it's cool no press whatevs i'm like yeah i gotta see the movie okay so um let's also talk about restraints and bondage okay so again you never realize how much you use your hands during sex until it's taken away from you so once you have her blindfolded you might also want to just kind of restrain her arms above her head behind her back to your to your uh, headboard, if you happen to have one. Do people have them lately? Yeah, I have a headboard. But can you tie to it? Uh, yeah, it, it would be kind of weird, though. You'd have to have, like, big posts right. to really tie but, to it. You know what's so awesome, which I love? I think I've told you about this. So yeah. Sport Sheets, Fantastic. which is sold at Good Vibes, 
makes this amazing under bed restraints. So I have them under my bed. So there's, it's a, you know, it goes under my bed and there's four different restraints for wrists mm-hmm. and for ankles. It's Velcro, you guys. So easy. And so I can always be restrained anytime. I just need someone to come over and do it. <laughs> I should put it out in Craigslist. I feel like you'd forget that they were there. I too. do yeah. until my housekeeper comes and like makes the bed and then they're there. Like, they are dangling. Sorry. God knows what she thinks of me. <laughs> so a popular position for using bondage is having the wrist crossed, um, like I said, against the back um, or one hand against the head uh, uh, or your hands both above your head. And that's comfortable because you want them to be comfortable while they're being submissive. And it's just kind of adds another thing to it while they're blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some role playing. It's a great way to give you permission to act out your fantasies if you don't feel comfortable tying your partner to the bed and spanking them, but your character might. You might want to be the aggressive police officer. No, not talking about the yeah. Brazilian guys, but you might want to be like the teacher or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you. I love playing dress up. I think it's fun. And I, sometimes when I'm with someone new, I'm like, well, how, how would you feel if I came out in my little cheerleading uniform? But I think most guys are not going to be like so yeah. angry about it. I, yeah. And I know it can make you laugh too. You're like, really, my partner and I, he's going to be the pizza delivery guy. That's not... But yeah. once you get past it, you can assume those roles and take yourselves out of your body in a way. Absolutely. I have okay. I have a really funny story. I'm not going to say who it is because he'd kill me. But my friend and his boyfriend for Halloween were a cop and a convict. And so they had handcuffs as one of their props, right? So we all go out. We are drinking a lot. We come back. And they go into the bedroom. And my friend, my other friend, was keeping some of his stuff in there because he was spending the night. So he goes into the bedroom, opens it, and both of them are, like, in, like, a cop rubber scenario, like, about to get kinky. And they go, dude, you got to leave. You got to leave right now. And he was like, oh, no, and, like, ran out because he was walking in on them, like, about to start role-playing because they were already dressed as cop and convict. And It was perfect. Yeah, and I took, like, 100 pictures of them earlier that night of them, like, have him handcuffing, the cop handcuffing the convict. And so were they together, though? Yeah, they're boyfriend boyfriend and boyfriend. boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, so it's a little bit less weird. It's not like it was, like, two frat guys or anything. It was, like, my guy guy friend and his boyfriend. But still, it was just so funny that they had, like, waited all night. Like, and then at the end of the night, they're like, we're doing it. Like, we're not even taking off the costumes. We're going full force with this. I'm telling you, (laughs) role-playing is fun. People think it seems so silly. Like, I'm going to laugh. But once you get into it, and you will giggle maybe at first, you kind of can channel it Mm -hmm. and get into those roles and just get out of yourself and... Do a little, you know, what are some other common roles? Yeah, that, I mean, it could be anything. Go to a, co- a costume shop or think about whatever your top fantasies are. Yeah, I mean, oh, there's a lot with the dog collars, too. You know, like, if you get really into dominance and submission, they'll make you their puppy dog. I have a, co- yeah. I have a dog collar. I haven't used it yet. Joanna Angel gave it to me. Yeah, I've heard, I mean, I've heard that's, like, really fun, too. But that's more of, like, the degrading that's and stuff like, like that. That's, like, the whole that. thing. Yeah, that's a whole other level. getting further. I'm giving you guys some 101 <laughs> Fifty Shades here. Okay, so afterwards, the most important thing is the aftercare. So after your first night of, you know, bondage play, you might experience some soreness, especially on your behind, following, like, if it's a very enthusiastic spanking session. So you always want to have a post-spank cool down. And it's a sweet way to follow a hot spanking. So you can rub massage oils into that area um, and or whatever, whatever places were given the most attention or the most aggression. And then also discuss your experience. Now that you've done it, you broke your bondage, you know, you broke into bondage. Congratulations. Ooh. Now reflect on your experiences, how it could be different, what you like, what didn't you like. And also if all this is like completely foreign to you, Go to, go to, like, Good Vibes and, like, again, Tristan Tiramino's book are great. There's a lot of beginner, like, DVDs, books you could read. Do it together because all I'm saying is that that it's it's very inherent in a lot of us to want to have that power play in relationships. And, and it's our biology. And it's 
things that we desire that we don't even know. And so if you're looking to expand your sex life and your sexual repertoire, I say you've got nothing to lose but to try some of this out. Mm-hmm. So there's there's your little crash course. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? What's the worst goddamn thing that could happen? They handcuff you to the bed, steal all your stuff, and leave. Right. But let's pretend that's that what that happen. Yeah. I'm not going to be tied up. They're going to steal my stuff. But that's probably not going to happen because yeah. you trust your partner. Actually, fun fact with the end of this, in, uh, with Fifty Shades of Grey, they're actually saying that there's been a rise in handcuff-related incidents where people are getting handcuffed and then, like, trapped places, like... People are, like, getting stuck to their, like, to- the back of their toilets and stuff like that with handcuffs, and they're blaming Fifty Shades of Grey. They're oh like, damn God. it, like, now all the firefighters are so busy unchaining. But like, another one? Yeah, unchaining people from their toilets and their bedposts this that is just the beginning. they can't even fight fires. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm sorry. We live saw your house burned down. We were, okay, you guys, this is why I don't even think about handcuffs. Get goddamn Velcro cuffs. They're mm-hmm. so easy. You can't mess up Velcro. You can't lose the key. You can't, like, burn someone. I mean, yeah. I guess you could if it's too tight and they move. But like Velcro, Velcro, or bondage tape. Yeah. Okay, everyone. So, anything else, Madison? Do we mention? We mentioned the survey. Yeah. We mentioned that we love you all, and I, I just love my listeners. And I, I would be nothing without you. Kegel we wouldn't Camp. even have the show. Oh, my iPhone app, Kegel Camp. I've had it for a few years. We just re-released it. Men and women have to do their Kegel exercises. Your doctor will tell you to do them. Helps you have stronger orgasms. Helps men last longer in bed. Helps women last have better orgasms. But you never remember to do them because it's five minutes a day. So my app. You can set a timer for every day. Like every day at 1130, my phone says time for Kegel Camp, and I spend five minutes, and it's my voice walking you through it. Tense. Relax. Is it weird having your own voice walking you through it? And you can even turn off the volume (laughs) if you want. And the best part is there's 20 levels. So you're going to have Kegel's PC muscles of steel after this. And you can also compete with your partner. And it's a super popular app. And we just made it even better. So check it out in the iTunes store. And thank you so much, Madison. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. It was really good for me. Oh, baby. (laughs) Okay, so speaking of everything sexual, one of the biggest complaints people have about sex is that, you know, their partner's not completely hygienic. I made a product called Down Under Comfort with my partner, Tony. We've already sold out of it once because it's that good. It is a unique cream to a powder formula that turns into a light natural power to keep your intimate areas dry, comfortable, fresh, clean, Ready for action at any time. So like a lot of guys, you talcum powder or they use things that's super messy. This is for like boob sweat, back sweat, ball sweat. It prevents chafing, sweat stains, and that not so fresh feeling. And even if you're thinking, I showered this morning, no one ever complains, I'm totally fresh. Guess what? You're not. You need to try Downer Comfort. It's a godsend. And it's also dry shampoo. So, you know what? Oh, and a listener emailed me. After being a baby powder man most of my life, I can't imagine a day without this. My girlfriend is a big fan as well. A guy who says that his girlfriend won't go down needs to try the stuff. She loves it. Balls are no longer lonely. So if you want to support it, support my brand, emilyandtony.com to get down at her comfort. Use code EMILY for 20% off your first order. That's emilyandtony.com. Yo, what up, everybody? It's Vinny Guadagnino. You remember me from the Jersey Shore. Well, I've got a new podcast. It's called Get Into It with Vinny G. That's exactly what we're doing. We're getting into it with my celebrity friends, with you guys. We're getting into pop culture. We're going to talk sports, politics, food, comedy, dating, relationships. It's the Jack of All Trades, Master of None podcast, just like me. It's fun, it's silly, and you should definitely get into it. So download Get Into It with Vinny G, now at iTunes and at podcast1.com.